Welcome to a new episode of Behind the Culture. I am one of your hosts today, filling in for Will, Dan Mendez from Overtake Media. And I'm Stephanie with Rick's Magazine. This podcast is sponsored by Wheel Pros, Expel, RT Auto, Marco and Sons Tires, 506 Wraps, MVM Illusions, and Rare JDM Parts. And my name is Mark. Uh, they call me the Skyline King. Um, and I'm here with uh, the R34 uh, livery of the Paul Walker car. Awesome. Um, why do they call you the Skyline King, first and foremost? I know you have a Skyline. Yeah, you so, have the um, Skyline. So I started um, a long time ago before Skylines were even a thing. And I, uh, I bought my first one uh, back when I was 21 years old. And since I got my first one, I got like addicted and I just started buying just kept buying more and more skylines now i have over 10 skylines and 10 skylines 10 skylines that's a great addiction so. how, does, how does one accumulate 10 skylines um because i, where do you I personally them? would like to know i mean some of them i had imported um some of them were brought in by a company called motorex in california that actually um you know they were one of the first people to be able to bring in these cars and they'd uh you know, have to make them DOT approved. And uh, I have a couple of those cars. Um, you know, they only did maybe, I would say about 50 uh, total Skylines and I have uh, two of the, the 50, um, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, just from all over the internet, um, you know, I s go all over the country for these cars and I just built my collection up. Okay, so is this collection just for personal use or is it for something more? So, um, really, um, you know, I don't really do too much of stocks or I don't, I don't do that cryptocurrency like right. everyone's doing. Um, I like to have a physical asset. So I thought, you know, might as well, you know, buy a Skyline, put my money into that. And it's a safe investment. And I mean, it really paid off now because uh, now these cars are, um, you know, going for crazy money. They're bringing some of them are bringing well over two hundred thousand now, and um, I mean, the market has been just on the rise with these cars. So I'm actually glad I bought these cars such a long time ago because I got a great deal on mm -hmm. a lot of these cars. Yeah. So, do you only have R34s? So I have uh, three R34s. I actually just sold one of my R34s to a friend of mine because um, he wanted a Skyline and. You know, I you know I was like, you know what? I have already a couple, so many of them. I'll Here's sell one bucks. to my <laughs> sell one to my friend. You know, so um, but I have three R34s. Um, I have four R32s, and I have about six uh, R33s, and they're all GTRs. Um, and I have a couple other JDM toys. I have a couple uh, JDM mini trucks. I love. I have, the S15 Sylvia, which is a, a drift car and it's a spec R. Um, and, you know, a lot of my cars have really low mileage. So mm -hmm. they're in, you know, 
amazing shape. Um, well, you I, have so many of them, you could probably divvy up all the yeah, fun miles. Yeah, want. right. Like a, a different car right. every day, you know, right. the week. So it's it, you know, it's fun. You know, I really do it. You know, uh, you know, really. Ma- I go to car shows. It makes a lot of people happy when I bring these cars out, um, especially since you don't see them. You know, uh, every day. So um, I mean, it really. I, I like making people happy when they see these cars and that's kind of what brings me joy that's a good reason i think to have to have this passion so mark uh we actually found out a couple of episodes ago not a lot of people know what fast and furious is Mm -hmm. my co-host who actually couldn't be here today because his flight got delayed didn't know what this beautiful eclipse was oh my god (laughs) so why don't you tell us more about the uh my future skyline that so, nobody knows I'm taking. So, <laughs> so um, basically, uh, well, in the fast, the first Fast and the Furious, you know, um, they brought this this eclipse out, and I mean, that was like the the pride of like the '90s, you know, a turboed eclipse. They were really fast, they were light, so they used them used that car for the movie. Um, and then, you know, towards the end of the first Fast and the Furious, they reveal. Um, you know, the R34s, uh, you know, Paul Walker's running from the cops and he goes and buys this, you know, R34 in the junkyard and he's making his way to, you know, uh, I think Florida, uh, yeah, from like Cali to Miami. And, uh, you know, that's where Fast and the Furious, you know, revealed, you know, the R34. And that's, you know, where it all started, especially for me, because when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I love that car, you know. I that's need to get I one. Was. I fell in love with it right as soon as I saw it. I was like, "That, that's a car." Yeah, it's just like one of those things. Like it, it's between like the taillights and you know using the, this car in multiple video games. You know, this the R thirty four has gotten so popular, and like now it's just like, I you know it's even hard for me to get them in Japan, and um, I mean I'm just glad I have the ones I have. Right. Well, that was one of my questions was, I'm seeing so many of these imported now, not just Skylines, Supras. I've seen, like, S2000s being imported. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that affecting exactly the the market? I know it's it's bringing it up, okay, as you so, just So, um, basically, uh, with certain cars, um, you know, that are getting brought in, like the Supras, um, their right-hand drive, um, they're a little bit cheaper than the USDM cars, right. um, but... It is driving the price up because they're not, by the time they get imported, you buy them in Japan for say 30, 40 grand. By the time you get it here, it's still 50, almost 50, 50, 60 grand by the time you pay taxes mm-hmm. and all that. So, um, you know, with that being said, they just keep going up. So when they go up, they're, since they're going up in Japan, they're going up at here as well because by the time it gets here, it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that also drives like the USDM uh, prices of the super is up right. because the USDMs are a little more, you know, they didn't make as many of those as right hand drives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now that you'll start seeing the US uh, supers, especially the twin turbos going, you know, with low miles, well over a hundred thousand nowadays. So, I mean, it's not, it's any JDM car, it's RX7s, RX7s, it's, um, everything, S, you know, S2000s. Yeah. Um, I mean, the JDM market, I, I what I actually think what's happening is all these uh, kids nowadays are, you know, getting these, you know, high profile jobs working for Amazon, right. Apple, 
and a lot of them are making well over a hundred thousand so you know the kids nowadays don't they're not like yeah they might want a lambo but they're not going for the lambo they want to go and get their dream car mm -hmm. which is usually a skyline a supra mm -hmm. or something jdm so um you know there's a big demand for these cars right. and uh it's a movie car i mean before fast and the furious right. it was like dukes of hazard like yeah no one wanted one of those challenges yeah know? so it, like that's my whole thing of looking at is like these cars are so special because they're in a movie mm -hmm. you know and yeah you have yours all liberated up and that's great but even just a normal stock one people like go nuts over because right. it, it's from the movie it's you from know movie. for some reason they picked it to be in the movie and it made it famous i mean if you go to japan it's quite crazy to see how they treat some of these cars like oh it's uh, sad actually you know yeah. um they really don't like i mean they treat these skylines well now they're treating them like you know prized possessions yeah. but um you know when i was in involved and i was getting these cars from japan um i mean they were treated like a a nissan ultima right um, well you see videos but from, that's how it is over here we treat them like that but then when it comes to a gtr mm -hmm. we treat those like gold right. you know mm -hmm. i mean you see videos mm -hmm. from like ebisu mm -hmm. and like you have like parking lots and parking lots full of like these crazy cars they're like i would people he would pay like 30 grand easy for one of those but they also the thing about this um is all those cars that have been sitting outside in japan mm -hmm. have so many rust issues right, right, right. um a lot of them the frames are rotted out mm -hmm. so now those cars are basically destroyed which now those car all the skylines keep going up because really the ones that are left in japan are either horrible or museum quality mm -hmm. and there's no like really in between so like right. for instance um i'm in the market to buy a midnight purple r34 um just because they made a limited amount and those i mean amazing. they just i those love the color favorite. i yeah, love that color, color shift oh, shout out to amazing. adam lz <laughs> yeah adam lz yeah. he's in, in my uh r34 club um yeah. And uh, I mean, he has one, a friend, uh, my friend C. Kane mm -hmm. has one on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I've been looking for one of these cars. And the other day, two weeks ago, I was at the Japanese auction on the internet mm -hmm. and I saw one come up and it said it had, you know, minor rust issues. Um, the, I, I, the car probably needed to get repainted. I mean, it needed work. And I was like, oh, let me see what it goes for. Maybe I could pick it up for under a hundred grand the car went way over a hundred and the car was almost completely rusted mm -hmm. so after seeing that i was like what's going on like this is like insane now so now it's like i'm like i'm starting to see like the prices i, I would say every two weeks these cars are going up at a couple thousand every by the week it's it's insane mm -hmm. yeah. now you said you have an r34 club Mm -hmm. Tell us more about that. So um, it's a, a bunch of us that um, are on, you know, uh, social media that have R34s. Um, and it's about maybe 20 of us, um, you know, that have, you know, an R34. So we basically, it's like a little uh, Facebook family, you know, if we need parts or we need help with something, you know, we go on there and usually someone knows the answer. And they're all um, here or they're... They're all in here in the United States. Some are, uh, you know, uh, overseas. Okay. Um, and go back and forth, you know, from the States. But, I mean, it's a really a good connection to be part of that club uh, because, I mean, I bought a bunch of stuff uh, just from, you know, um, some of the guys. Like, I bought seats, I bought rims, 
you know um, a bunch of stuff and it's it's pretty cool because everyone you know is you know takes care of each other you know right. so if, say we need this rare part um, and now like Nissan's starting to discontinue a lot of these uh, R34 parts so you know if we need some odd in, or odds and in, like hose or whatever I, I could guarantee you one of these guys in my club will probably have it so it's I know like, I know that's been a problem all through the JDM community is like mm -hmm. people hoarding parts mm -hmm. or just not having parts available for them. Yeah. You know? There's only one guy I know that hoards Skyline parts. And if you're watching this, <laughs> Mike Suduth and the brothers, uh, th there's these two brothers, Mike uh, Suduth, I call them the Suduth brothers. And um, they have uh, two R34s. Each one has an R34. And uh, I mean, these guys hoard so many parts um but i mean it's nice because like when i do need something they have it, I, they have it. Yeah. and it's like i mean it, it's just wild some of the stuff they have but um you know that's all part of this family you know right. that we uh you know established on facebook and i mean i met a lot of great people owning this r34 and that's like probably something that you know i really like about the cars because it really opens the doors to like so many people right. and well, that goes just, with any car. Yeah. You know, um, you know, BMWs have a big family. Subarus mm -hmm. have a huge family. Don't get started on Hondas. Oh, oh Honda, know, forget it. It's something it. that yeah. brings you together. And um, I think especially for, like, JDM, you are together with the Skylines, but you're also together with the Supras mm -hmm. and, and the guys with the Eclipse. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's very interchangeable. You yeah, know. I really like the, you know, the car community now. Um you know, I remember back in the day, um, it used to be really, you know, like the thing, you know, hook up your car, go to car shows. And then like this whole COVID thing, I mean, really like died and like people are like really trying to save the culture. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, besides like, you know, people, other meets ruining and making the car scene look bad, you right. know, like right. doing stupid things, you know, uh, in the middle of the street, you know, um, so now, you know, the cops are always, like, shutting you down, which it never used to be like right. that back well, in the day. I mean, day. You, can't, you can't even blame them, you know, yeah. with what's going on. Um, you know, I just think the car culture right now is in a, it's, it's in a very bittersweet place where I think a lot of normal people are actually getting into cars, which mm -hmm. is very exciting to see. Because before, it was just people that, like, wanted to be engineers, people that wanted to work on cars. Now mm -hmm. you see, like, normal people. You know, wanting to get a WRX. Hey, Dan, yeah. what is normal people? Well, I'm not normal, so I wouldn't. I have no idea what that means. Well, no, I mean, I meet people that, you know, don't know anything about cars, but they want a specific car. They don't know why. They just like the look. They like the way it mm -hmm. sounds. They want to be part of maybe that community. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think now it's, it's in a really good place with that. But also we have that negativity of, of shutting down streets and and just being dangerous and reckless mm -hmm. it's not well we always had street racing right yeah we always had street but now it's just getting worse and worse and now they're taking over parking lots and doing these donuts and mm -hmm. everything and people are getting hurt i've seen a bunch yeah. of people get hit in less Killed. than a year Killed. Yeah. i was there that night um actually i was leaving that event uh when the uh they were doing don't some semi was doing a donut in a warehouse and, ran, and over ran over that that kid mm -hmm. i actually was there i left like 20 minutes before that happened thank right. god um 
you know, because I would have not have liked to see that. But I, I mean, like they, they're jumping on the back of the truck, like while it's doing a donut. Like, mm-hmm. come on, people. Like, like if you're gonna do something like stupid or you want to go in like an open parking lot, stay far back. Right. You know what I mean? Well, the like, thing is, I see is is we've always had street racing, like you said, right. but I think it's always sort of come with like this like this purpose. Mm-hmm. Like people have always like drag raced because there was no way to do it safely and mm-hmm. then they started making dragways and it, i don't know maybe it went down i don't know mm-hmm. but then people had a place to go do that thing you know drifting started that way too people mm-hmm. just drifted mountain roads and shit but now we have drift days where people go and they drift their car you mm-hmm. drift your drift missile or your like semi brand new 86 it's like a thing you can do right. but the reason why this is different is because we have all these things we have track days we have drift days. We have drag days. They still choose to do it. Well, I think they still choose to do it because they don't have to pay for it. Right. They just do it for free. Right. And, and it's right there. They don't have to drive an hour. Right. And I don't think they realize, like, for example, like the difference between a car meet and a car show. Mm-hmm. Car shows, yeah, you do have to pay for it. But guess what? You're not getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. Car meets, you're... I hate this. Whenever you go to a car meet and it's like, oh, you're parking lot at Walmart. Right. Five minutes later, nope, we're going back to Target. Yeah. And you're like running from the cops. Yeah. Why? I follow a lot of people. They have great cars, <laughs> so I follow them. But that's all they post about is the next yeah. stop. And I'm like, uh, you know, obviously you're, I'm You're not. like not even five minutes into that parking right. lot and you're already moving. Right. Yeah, because they've ruined I mean, like, they really have to just kind of tone it down mm-hmm. with, um, you know, doing the stupid shit. Right. And... Um, I think, you know, they have to try to start saving the culture because when I was young, I mean, it was great. Like no cop like would ever shut down a car meet. You know, you could have you could have one at Dunkin' Donuts and the cops wouldn't even care. Now they see a car meet, they're thinking you're doing something stupid. Or there's a possibility that happens. Possibility, people, you know, doing burnouts when they're leaving, you know, so. Um, and that affects venues too. You know, mm-hmm. we have experience at Ricks and then at Red Stock of, you know, talking to venues and stuff, and they're interested. They're they're interested in the opportunity, but they're worried about what could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they're worried about well, yeah, you guys are gonna have donuts, you guys are gonna have two step during that time, but what happens after the show? You don't have no control over. Right. You know, and a lot of times the venue's good, but the town's not. So it's. It goes beyond just, oh, yeah, we, we screwed up traffic for a couple hours. And then not only that, but you could set the rule saying, don't two-step in the line, right. don't do this. But then right. you'll have that one person, that and then it's a domino effect. Yeah. And you can't control it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's something we we have wanted to talk about on the podcast. Now, so I'm glad, glad you brought it right. up. Right. You know? And, uh, you know, I'm glad that now, like, you know, Rick's Magazine is doing this uh, car show at American Dream. Mm-hmm. Because now, um, I mean, it's it's safe. I know, like my car is not gonna, is gonna be you know safe there. It's not gonna be getting hit into from someone doing a burnout or anything. Yeah. And plus, there's gonna be a ton of nice cars, and especially at a, the American Dream, this facility is huge. Mm-hmm. So I could only imagine what's gonna come to this event. And then, like, plus the sneakers and then plus the, the concert that's going on. This is going to be, like, the event of the year. And that's why I, like, when I got the call, like, hey, you know, you want to bring the Skyline? I was like, hell yeah. Like, mm-hmm. anything I could do to bring more love to, you know, this show, um, you know, I, I'm in, you know. Right, 
Well, we appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you. That was not scripted. That was awesome. <laughs> we want a job. We need a promoter. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that one out there for my man, Rico. I appreciate yeah. it. He's going to love that. Yeah. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's, yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, so this car, mm-hmm. right, it's got delivery. How accurate is it? Because I'm, I'm a fun All right, person. All right, so well, basically... We um, have two also yeah. here, so you got to tell us now that you're, okay, so you're here. The, the thing with delivery is in the movie, they painted it. They, right. it, wasn't, it wasn't decals. So now, like, you know, years down the lo- line, like, people have tried to make the kit. Um, and, you know, this kit here, I mean, this was as close as I could possibly get it. You know, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty close, but not exact. You know, um, I really didn't go like exact, exact like this eclipse behind me right. um, just because, you know, I was just like, you know, this is just for fun. It, you know, I liked the, you know, the kit from like if you really didn't know, um, you know, like if you weren't like in front of the movie screen comparing the two, right. you wouldn't be, right. you wouldn't even really know. Well, no one's going to be. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, but you have to understand that this is now nearly 20 years later. I know. You know, so the cars, I mean, that's and a very, very good replica. But this, I feel, is a bit more practical yeah. to drive. Mm-hmm. Like, I would drive this every day. Yeah. This is a bit more of a special car. And that's what I do. It's like, this is the car I drive around, like, almost daily more than all the other ones just because... Um, it's just easier to drive. Um, this one has a little higher of miles, so I mm. call it my driver. Because um, the other ones do have like extremely low miles. Like my one R34 um, has 3,000 original kilometers. So kilometers. Kilometers. Wow. So I think that's like <laughs> 15 or 1600 miles. <laughs> um, and the car was never driven. And uh, you know, I got the car. That was like my second Skyline getting. I, I was probably about like 20. In my late, uh, I mean, my late twenties when I got that car, and uh, I mean, I built that car ground up because um, I got the car with no engine because it was blown on the track. The guy, um, he bought it brand new, um, brought it into the country. He only used it for the like track days and stuff, and he built it and ended up blowing the the engine. You know, um, you know that first year of him uh, on the track with it, and then it sat in a warehouse in the back of a warehouse. Mm-hmm. You would have never even known the car was there. Um, and then, you know, I found out about the car, of course, and you know, I bugged this guy m- for months, 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 and um, I ended up, you know, he was like, "All right, you know, I'll sell you the car," and you know, I ended up buying the car and you know uh putting it back to life and that's awesome you know it, that's why it has the low miles it yeah. like literally just sat for years in a warehouse mm-hmm. awesome that's and it's like you said nobody's gonna know if it's like a, an actual replica of the movie yeah you were telling us when you got here that people were trying to stop you oh <laughs> uh, this whole the whole way even coming here for this podcast on the highway i mean i have people out their windows with cameras so like also driving with this thing i don't i have to drive it kind of with respect mm-hmm. because i'm like watching everyone else because they're hanging out the window with their cameras <laughs> swerving and that's every like, day for you yeah every day it's like people like tell so me to famous? stop um i i really don't like the fame you know i've been very low-key that's why like now like this year 
I've been like being doing more things on social media mm -hmm. and you know people are like oh my god you had another skyline at the other show now people are like starting to realize like right. oh this guy has a lot of skylines now I'm like you know bring a trailer is um did, said something about me because I the last week I bought a, another Skyline and I bought a twin turbo Supra. Um, okay, hold on, time out, <laughs> time out. What do you do for a living? <laughs> Are they so, hiring? <laughs> so yeah, I you know when I was younger I just did a lot of um, you know good investments and um, you know I saved my money. Um, I really. You know, when I was younger, I had great jobs and, you know, I worked as a pharmacy technician. I worked in the city. When I was 18, um, my senior year of high school, I was working in the city at a restaurant Friday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I was making great money. And all I did was save my money, save my money, save my money. For like 10 years, I just saved almost all my money. And then I was just like, you know what? I want to invest it. And that's how I well, bred that's how you this. Do it. That's yeah. how you start. I'm going to go to New York and apply to yeah. a couple of restaurants now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like when I was working, I mean, New York City is the spot if you want to make some good money, uh, you okay. know, serving tables. I was, I mean, I was 18 years old making, I would work in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was walking out every weekend with, I would say, at least almost $2,000 in wow. cash. Wow. So and that's that, only working three days. Yeah, only working yeah. three days. And I did that for how many years? You know, I did it through high school, um, you know, through the beginning years of college. And all that money, I just saved it. I just yeah. Well, I mean, not for nothing, away. but if you think about it, you know, 52, do those three days 52 times a year for 10 years. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And, and that's if you what, don't spend it if you put it aside. And you mm -hmm. put it aside. That's why I try, like, um, you know, I have a younger brother and I tell him, you know, Ever, like if say you make a thousand dollars put 700 of that put it away in a safe and just forget about it and just keep doing it religiously like mm -hmm. and next thing you know you look and you're like holy god i got you know almost yeah. a half a million dollars so that a lot of people are waking up to that well you know if i just save this you know it will be worth more mm -hmm. in the future you know because first of all you're going to be more mature mm -hmm. to figure out like what you want to do with the money and then secondly, you know, especially if you put it in a bank account or something, it'll mature itself. Mm. So I think, I mean, as I get older, I know a lot of more people are talking about that or wishing they've done that. Um, you know, and cryptocurrency now is a big oh, thing. Forget too. it. It's right now <laughs> that, that that's going that's also driving a rise to all these JDM cars because all the people that are doing this cryptocurrency are people that are, would buy JDM cars. Are, would buy JDM cars, <laughs> and that's what's going on. These kids that had nothing now are having you know half a million dollars, and they're like, "I want my dream car." Like, yeah. and they get a Skyline or a Supra mm -hmm. or something Who JDM. I would. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know she would. I know she's eyeing that one. She's I'm, like, you know what? I have the Doge keys right coins. here. <laughs> I'm she's trying to praying. figure out how to like sneak them out. It's okay. It looks kind of like my Kia. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you won't even notice. So I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk right. to you about uh, these wheels, bro. <laughs> why, why are these wheels? These wheels, bro. Um, actually, these wheels uh, came with the car. CCW. The CCWs, yeah. Yeah. and I kind of like them. I was like, you know what? I like them. Um, I am in the works of trying to get uh, the actual um, the rims from the Too Fast Too Furious from the car. car. Um, they have to get like specially made in Japan. Um, I know there's once a couple sets in Japan, but 
they're probably like big money now. So. Now, it's going to sound really stupid. Is this the all-wheel drive or the rear-wheel drive? This is a rear-wheel drive. So, um, the so rear this is a Skyline, but not the GTR. GTR. Okay. So, um, you know, this one, uh, I, I actually like the rear-wheel drive. Um, the all-wheel drive one, like the one that I have that's at my house, um, you know, they're more, the all-wheel drive ones are a little more solid, mm -hmm. while the rear-wheel drive ones you could toss around, you could drift it. Right. It's like, I, it's a little more fun to me, because um, it feels lighter and I could throw it around a little more. Yeah. Is this a square setup or is it a meter in the back? Um, it's almost square. almost square. Almost square. It's a little cambered in the back. Okay. Um, I don't go too crazy on the camber just because um, of tire wear and you know right. drivability. Well, you, and stuff. you daily drive it. Yeah, so and I daily wanna... drive it. So. Right. I'm thinking of ways to steal this car. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I just can't stop staring at it. I'm like, it looks like I'm looking at you, but in reality, I'm just like looking at him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you when, you when talk. You, when you pulled up, <laughs> she she almost started crying. Yeah. I did. did, did as I, as I did I the two step. It. I did the two so, step, and I was like, boop, 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 so boop. everybody was talking, and I heard um, like the loud turbo? noise. No, well, loud noise, and I was like, oh, that's it. So I ran out, <laughs> and it was an Evo, and I'm like, damn it. Okay, I come back inside. As soon as I come inside, I hear the two step. I was like, that's definitely him. I opened the door. I was like, he's here. He's here. Yeah. She told me, she's like, I. I feel like I'm meeting someone famous. <laughs> and it's just You've never car. seen this person in your life. He's like, I'm talking about the car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it is, it is very, like, very nice. Yeah, yeah the, Dan was looking at me. He's like, Yeah, I was you? like, do you want me to go for you so you don't have to worry about this? But, yeah, um, the really the only um, difference um, with the GTTs and the GTRs, um, the GTRs have a little bit wider rear, mm -hmm. um, like a fender yeah, flare. Yeah, I'm noticing that. Um, the rear has has less of a flare. less is a, of a flare but other than that it's the same frame mm -hmm. um you know it's really the same car it's just single turbo no, instead yeah, of, of you know twin turbo but um i mean you can make the same power with these uh the rb25s are um you know just as good as the rb26s mm -hmm. um you know they're really the same almost the same engine besides like a couple like details with right. like cool so i'm guessing you're an rb person yes rather than yeah. a jay-z person yeah, they're, they're a very uh, rare breed. Everyone seems to be for Jay Z's now. Two Jay Z's, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm an RB kind of guy. Yeah, I don't like, mind a Jay Z. I don't mind that. But there's something about RBs. I, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know. I think it's like the sound. I think they're like yeah. a little more throatier than a two Jay Z. Mm -hmm. um, it just has that sound. Like you hear it and you know, oh, that's a Skyline. And then like you can hear a two J and be like, oh, that's like a Supra. You yeah. know, you could actually I saw, tell I the saw difference. An RB thirty swapped. Oh. E E92 drift car uh, from Australia and it yeah. revs to like 10k yeah. it's, it's the most amazing sound I've ever heard yeah the Australians like their RB30s mm -hmm. um, they come out of these uh, patrols, the, uh, patrols. Yeah. well they use the bottom end of a patrol and an RB25 head Right. Um, and it kind of like is like almost like a Frankenstein kind of engine um, but I mean they make crazy power but um a friend of mine has an RB30 swap R34, and just in customization and fabrication to get it to work um, was intense. Like, I mean, they had to make uh, an engine mount that would lower the engine a little more because mm -hmm. the RB30 sit really high. Right. So they had to make custom bracket for that. Oh, um, hey guys. Oh, who's that? 
<laughs> let's let's put him on speaker. Hey, Will. Hi, Will. Well, what what's up? up? The Rick's team. Where you guys at? I'm so I'm keeping your seat warm, Will. <laughs> so we have a surprise for you, Will. Tell me. I just you, you see you see my car, right? You see how pretty it is. But by uh. But now look. That, that look like oh! <laughs> You're missing out. Went from toy to the real deal. <laughs> it sucks I that you're know. not here. Did you get off your plane already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landed. I'm um I'm at my location. I'm, I'm I can't wait to see you guys. I mean, that is fire. Well, I know we're meeting you, but yeah, um, yeah if you really want to see it, I'll uh, come meet you right now. That would be amazing, man. Swing by. Um, I see you guys at the location, but man, I mean, oh my God, this is. But you um, know this car, right? This car was also in Fast have... and Furious. I don't know if you know that too. Say that again. This one was also in the uh, Fast and Furious movie, not like you know. Of course I know. Are you kidding me? Look, move! I want to see the green with the with, with that the, the, green. the green. The <laughs> green. <laughs> <laughs> all right so for our audience out there, so we will see you then in yes. i say 20 minutes yeah perfect for, for our okay. audience it'll be a, a couple yeah. seconds <laughs> for okay everyone, for bye will see ya. for everyone right, listening this is gonna get off the rails because will has finally become available for us uh we're gonna take the skyline out for a couple rolling shots yep uh, via me um, hang out my car can i ask for uh, a question sure. like a favor can i have the honor of sitting in the passenger seat oh yeah, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> I, I would ask to drive it but i know you'll say no <laughs> um i think that's gonna be break for us i think we're gonna take an ad break mm-hmm. real quick um and then we'll be right back all right cool Hey everybody, it's your favorite producer Dan here. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Xbell, RT Auto, Wheel Pros, Marcos and Sons Tires, 506 Wraps, MVM Illusions, and Rare JDM Parts. We want to thank every one of them for allowing us to uh, do this podcast. Um, without them, it's not really possible. So thank you so much. I also want to thank Mark for stopping by with his uh, awesome R34 and talking about his other skylines and stuff like that. It was a great, great interview. This is where the episode gets a little bit weird. Um, we weren't able to continue at RT Auto. Uh, nothing, nothing bad or anything like that. We just didn't have time to finish the podcast at RT Auto, uh, Auto Lounge, um, which is fine. Uh, we want to thank the- Tiago for having us there uh, the time we were there. Uh, when we interviewed him as well as uh, this episode, um, we really, really appreciate his support. Um, of course, again, that's RT Auto Center and RT Auto Lounge. We really appreciate Tiago's help with the podcast thus far, and we look forward to working with him more in the future. Um, but we weren't able to f- cap off the uh, podcast. Uh, we always try to do a solid hour um, for you guys. So we ended up just going to get rolling shots, some photos, 
uh, and Will met us at the American Dream where uh, our Tokyo meet is going to be May 30th, uh, just a couple days uh, from now, uh, from recording this anyway. And uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun, but not great circumstances for finishing a podcast, not great audio. So uh, we decided to finish recording on a separate day for you video uh, people that are watching podcast you'll notice that uh mark is wearing a different shirt and everything it's a completely different day we finished it off at our uh, official studio space which is really where we should be doing a lot more of these uh just because of the audio quality we have the ability to live switch it's awesome um so we finished it off on a completely different day we want to thank mark once again for stopping by twice uh to do one podcast he was really awesome for it uh and we really liked having him and we really want to get him on again to talk more about uh, car culture, JDM culture, anything really, honestly. He's a, he's a fun guy to, to, to talk with. Without further ado, I'll leave you to uh, Will, who will uh, take over the episode from here on in. Unfortunately, because it was uh, a second day, uh, Stephanie was unable to make it. She thought she would be, but she wasn't. Totally understandable, totally fine, um, but Will was. So she hosted the first half with me, as you just saw, and, uh, and Will finished off the podcast with uh mark that's about it i'll leave you uh with will for the second half of the podcast without further ado back to the show welcome back everybody mark it was great meeting you at the american dream mm-hmm. um I, th- I think we parked your car exactly where you're going to be at the car show or somewhere near it was amazing uh you driving away hearing the engine was just unbelievable um and it was just a unique experience. Right before that, you know, um, I wasn't able to make it to RT Auto at Tiago spot, um, but you were there and parked next to the Eclipse. Yeah. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, it was pretty cool, you know, put, parking those two cars uh, next to each other, get that, like, shot, you know. Um, you guys never met before that, right? Uh, no, we actually, I haven't. I actually... Um, a friend of mine actually built that uh, that Eclipse, and nice. uh, and I was actually going to buy the car, but at the time um, I was in the process of buying uh, a couple other Skylines, and I ended up not buying it. And the guys, uh, my friend, sold it to Tiago, and then I was like, "Oh my God, it's the that the same car!" And I mean, that thing is like a spot on replica. Like literally, I don't think there's there's not one flaw in it from, you know. So how long ago was that? Uh, That was about like a year ago. Okay, uh, okay. So Tiago's had that car for some time. Nice. But uh, supposedly uh, my friend Chris that built the car wants to buy back from Tiago, but I don't think Tiago wants to sell that thing, especially with the movie coming out. That's kind of like a little cool gem, you know. If Chris comes with the right dollar, Tiago just (laughs) might. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the housing market right now, you know. Uh, it's just everything is booming know, up. You booming, know? yeah. You know, with even with the skyline prices, it's crazy. Um, you know, in Japan, it's just you know. I was just looking yesterday, and you know, I was trying to bid on some stuff, and stuff is just going out of control, and it's just like I'm like, oh my god, it's like how many you you have now? Um, now is about a little. Uh, it's gonna be ten. 10. 10. And that's just Skylines. And, you know, there's, you know, the other little JDM things that I have. I have, like, the little Japanese mini trucks. 
Um, I have an S15 Sylvia. Um, so what do you do? Like you just wake up in the morning and say, ah, I feel like driving <laughs> this one. Yeah, you know. It, they all drive kind of, it, I guess it's like a vibe. How, how do you feel from the color? Yeah, if I want something fast or if I want to just cruise, um, you know, but yeah. Which one you taking the ladies out in? Yeah, which one, you know, it's just a two-seater because two of the Skylines have uh, rolled uh, half cages in it, so I can't take passengers. It's only two-seater, so, um, you know, that's always like, oh, my friends always want to come and be like, oh, I want to come to the car meet, so I have to bring something that, you know, could fit everybody, so. Nice. Um, but I drive all the cars, like, pretty evenly, you know. Um, I try to take them all out, you know, at least once a month, you know, just Keep to the, get the yeah, fluids yeah, going. You yeah, know? if it sits too long, it goes bad. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. What, um, so from a, I know we spoke briefly um, at the American Dream. You, it started as a hobby, right? Yeah. And now it's turned into a full-flown, like, business where... Yeah. Started tell, a dealership with my nice. father, you know. And How long ago just, was that? Um, that's probably, I would say at least 2005. Okay. So, you know, it's so going on some in, time, man. you know. Um, you know, when really just started just, you know, I was buying and selling cars out of the house and then my mother was, you know, oh, you can't be, you know, because Craigslist was the thing back then. And, um, you know, I just post something on Craigslist and have, you know, a random person come to you know, the house to look at the car. So she, like, my mom, like, used freaked to out. Hate. And then the news yeah. will put Craigslist killer. Yeah. yeah, and all that stuff. So <laughs> she was like, oh, you guys got to, you know, do do it somewhere else. So we were just like, you know what, well, we should get, the, you know, license. We do everything legally and, you know. Nice, nice, nice. So did 2020 treat you guys well? Like, because yeah. a lot of companies went out of business. So, um... With that, you know, being said, um, you know, right at like the height of COVID, you know, when everyone really didn't know like so much about it, um, you know, there was a kind of like maybe three or four slow months. And then, um, you know, then winter hit, of course, winter is always slow. And then now it like started picking up. Now it's like insane. Now, now it's just like everyone wants to spend money. Um, you know, buy a car, you know, a lot of people are using, you know, their, um, what is it? The Trump, uh, relief fund, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, the, the relief fund, COVID relief COVID fund, or whatever relief is, fund. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, people are using that for down deposits on, you know, cars. So just more cars are like selling now and, you know, it's a lot of dealerships, crazy. um, are, are, well, it, it's, a you know, there's a lot that goes into it, but like a lot of new car dealerships. I went to um, Chevy, and they were like two years behind on the the Carvel. It was like nuts, but that that has to do with the plants being down production. and production and all that other stuff. Um, it that that is kind of crazy. So the used car market skyrocket because there's a need where like okay, well if I can't get a new one, people go into the used. So now the dealerships are pumping them up. Mm -hmm. um but you're very fair right? yeah so I like mean, i really try to keep all my clients like you know super happy you know where you know i'm like listen this is what what i bought the car this is my fee for getting you the car 
you're getting the car for you know ten thousand dollars cheaper than retail um so you know they're happy you know and uh, do you find that that's helping your business oh, blow yeah. up yeah definitely because people are like yo go to this guy give it. i mean no one gets his price like he's like the like the cheapest anywhere and it's you know a, a good car with low miles so um you know i'm about like you know giving people good deals because you know like they say it's more you make more money on volume than sitting on something and asking you know trying to make five six thousand dollars you know crazy numbers on on one versus doing 10 and 10. you know what i mean yeah flipping it i i kind of operate my business in that sense too um there's people in the in my industry where for the same service they charge like double mm-hmm. but they only do it like once a month where i'm knocking out five six on a weekend right so um i think you and i operate the same way what would you say is your best advice to the car industry, the people behind the culture, um, that are, because I, 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 I was, I would like to think and say that most people in this industry are ambitious because it's a creative industry, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you want to do things that um, belong to you, right? Like you, you customize something which is uh, us at Never Rise Stock, and we represent in collaboration with Rick's Magazine. Um, you want to do things that is, you know, to what's yours and make it you, right? So that takes a creative mind. And being creative, um, there's a certain sense of, like, ambition, right? Um, and usually when you have that type of ambition, you're always trying to have, like, a hustle, Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to connect the dots for everybody, right? So when you connect those dots and you have that hustle, what would you say as a business owner at a very young age, um, started many years ago, went through the ups and downs? I mean, 2005, that means you went through the 08 bubble, mm-hmm. um, the collapse there, Corona with COVID, and, and you guys are booming better than ever, Um when we were talking before, you said that, I mean, there's times where you can't even handle what's coming in, right? You mm-hmm. need, like, more staff. Uh, what would you say is your best advice to the car culture and the people that want to hustle and become business owners and thinking about doing their own thing with their creative minds? You know, um, what I would suggest, you know, like, I, like with this business, you can't just do, like, every car, like my niche is skylines and JDM things. That makes so sense. So once yeah. you find like your niche, like if your niche is say Hondas, and that's your niche, you know you stick with that niche. So you learn kind of like what that car is worth or what it's worth with like a B16 engine or a B18. You become engine. the expert in that. In in that field, then you could you know grow. Once you you know you really get the hang of things, then you could you know start going to say Integra Type R's and, you know, RX-7's and, you know, things like that, Evo's and other JDM cars. So, um, you know, really is, you know, if you, you know, really want to start like selling cars, because tell you the truth, um, there's a lot of money in cars and people don't really see it, you know, um, because sometimes, you know, people are desperate for money and need to sell their car quick and you're the one with the cash, like, 
you know, you could get a good deal and say sometimes the car might only need brakes or tires or a detail. And then you could do those minor things, clean it up, post it right back up on the internet and boom, you make, you can make, you know, between thousand to all the way 3000 on a Honda. Um, you know, and that's really how I started, um, was I was, you know, started with cheaper, you know, Hondas and I used to sell like bubbles with type R engines and, um, Civic, you know, 99, 2000 Civic SIs and, um, S2000s. And I stuck with Honda for a couple years and then I was like, you know what? I like the whole JDM thing. And then I went to like Evos and Subus and then uh, that evolved to Skylines and it just kept growing. So I, I so <clears throat> what I'm hearing is um, become an expert in whatever it is that you do. It could be cars, it could be something else, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there's certain people that are that are in the car, car culture, but um, may not necessarily sell cars. So like yeah. we at Never Ride Stock, uh, we have a guy who started um, his own. His name is Buster. Shout out to Buster. Um, his own like first aid kit for cars, where it's like a cleaning. I, I think you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like in a Ziploc bag um, design, where it's a cleaning kit um, for cars, and and that's amazing, right? So he doesn't necessarily have to sell a car, although he loves the car industry. Yeah. But he came with his, you know, creative mind and said, "Let me create something different." And um, <clears throat> it's uh, he just launched it. It's groundbreaking. It's it's. It's a great quality product at a very mm-hmm. good rate, and I I can only see that growing from from that to something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. So, for those that are listening, um, Mark is basically saying, you know, be an expert in whatever it is that you want to do. Do your homework, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and all those other things. It's know, like so a niche thing. If, yeah. You know, that's like, you know, your niche. You got to stay with and your Never niche. give up. And never give up. You know, like I was, I'm sure you wanted to quit a thousand times. Of, of course. There's <laughs> been a lot of, you know, hit and miss things. And I was actually on, on my ride here. I was actually talking to my friend and, um, and you know, he was, we were talking about, you know, like if you don't try something, you'll never know if it's a win or a loss. Like you have to try it because if you don't try it, then, you know, you're never going to know. You know, there's you could fail ten times and win once, and when you win that one time, it changes your life. Literally, I always say it takes ten years to be an overnight success. Some people will look at you and say, "Wow, he has ten skylines." They don't know your grind. They don't yeah. know it took twenty years for that to happen. Yeah. Right, it didn't happen. You didn't buy it yesterday. And it's not like I, you know, find these cars in New Jersey or local. I go, I go places. I go to Cali. I go to Colorado wow. for these cars. Texas, all over the United States. So like, and it's a lot of work. You know, like I have to go. You know, get there, fly there, transport the car back, or put it on a transporter. You know, and it's just. There's a lot more to it than just like, you know, buying. What people see on the outside, on the surface. And that's the grit. That's the grind. That's the never give up. That's the try it. Mm Because if you don't, you never know if it's going to work out. There's times times I've flown to Texas, seen a car and not liked it and had to fly back. Wow. And got nothing, you know, and spent, you know, 1500 on, you know, back and forth between hotels and car rental and stuff. And 
I walked out with an L, but you know, it happens. Like you can't just be like, oh, it didn't work out. I'm done with this. Like that. I yeah. Excuse my. <laughs> but beep, you know, beep. <laughs> but uh, you know, you have to just keep hustling. You can't quit. That's the thing. People will do something once, and then it it doesn't work out, and then they're like, you know what? Forget this, and don't you know keep going at it, and you just have to keep. Keep going. Keep you have going. to keep hustling. Powerful. Very, very powerful. The conversation about the business is amazing. I think it's key because when people listen to this podcast and, and think about what's going on behind the culture, um, they're looking for food. They're looking for something that's going to fulfill them. Um, and one of those things is us making money, right? Like mm-hmm. hustling. So hearing it from all walks of life, like yourself, myself, and anyone that we speak to is... Um, I believe one word can change anyone's life. I want to transition into, you know, obviously the skyline, which you brought to the location to be side-by-side with another Fast and the Furious car, which the movie's coming out. Um, I think it's going to be one of the best movies that come out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a question in regards to that for you. But before that... I remember when I was hooking up my Ultima, I showed you two magazines that I was in. Um, I had a funny story around the security behind that. I mean, you have 10 skylines. What what do you do? What's your fear? Because I I remember back in the day, it was so crazy. Like, car theft was so nuts that they even had a a show based out of North. Because for some reason, no matter (laughs) where you stole a car in the Northeast, it ended up in North. Ended up there. Ended up in North. <laughs> it was bananas. So obviously, TV show, I forgot what. Bait what, car, uh, bait car. Bait car. They're like, yo, this is a hit. Let's create <laughs> bait car. And the stories are hilarious. I mean, they, they had it on lockdown. Uh, for, for those that never watched bait car, I mean, you would, they would bait a car. They would um, leave the car on and go into the supermarket. Obviously, the cops are waiting. Somebody walking by, a fiend just jumps in like, oh, somebody left this car. Jump in. The minute you jump in, drive away, the, the windows go up, the doors lock, and you can't get out. <laughs> Cops are just waiting. If you try to, you know, okey-doke them, they were, they were on your rear. Um, what do you do for your skylines? Because so, I'm, I'm sure there's some type of fear there, although it doesn't happen the way it used to. So um, what I do is when I um, buy one of my skylines, I have these GPS trackers that use nice. um, satellite. So um, basically, it's like better, really better than low jack. It actually gives you um, like really the, a pinpoint um, where the car is. Um, so, you know, that goes in, I hide them, of course, um, in all my cars, um, you know, plus they're under surveillance. So, I mean... There's no... It's, it's, it's a bad day if anyone ever yeah, tried. Yeah. And basically, <laughs> like, you're not going to be able to even sell any of the parts because um, the, all the people that have these cars are all friends of mine. So... One of those eyes will definitely see, like, if, say, one of my parts came up for community. sale. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like it, it was back in the day with Hondas, you know, because Hondas, you know, there was so many Hondas. So you wouldn't know, like, oh, is that my part or not, you know? Right, 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 um, right. So it was very hard to tell, you know. That's why, you know, the thieves would steal these Hondas because there's so many of them, you know, and people would just 
buy parts and that's it, you know. In other words, it's a bad day. I mean, haters, please stay away. Yeah. Stay away. I mean, yeah. just just appreciate, show them love because, one, it's a lot of work, like you said, yeah. right? And we put you know money into that situation. But uh, more importantly, if you're thinking you're going to go left and say, I'm going to try, don't do it. Don't do it. I remember when I had mine, uh, there was, I forgot the name of the company. I don't even know if they're still around, but it came out with a sick security system. My boy, who was the one hooking up the car, installed it for me where it literally, the minute you open the door, put it on a jack, it called me on my cell phone within <laughs> 10 seconds. It's awesome. It was great, plus the satellite. So yeah. it was like, if you happen to somehow drive away with it, I'm following. It's moving like these apps now, but it was, we're talking, you know. Back in over, the day. Yeah, back in the day, <laughs> over a decade ago. So that that was like wow technology, yeah. and um, <clears throat> it was funny because you you'll be at a car show or just chilling on the block and you know who the thief is, but they don't know you know. So you're conversating, they're asking questions, trying to you know be a snake in the grass, mm-hmm. and that's part of my conversation. Like, yeah, you know, if anyone ever tried, this is what's gonna happen. Da-da-da. You gotta, I mean, you have to deal with me. Listen, I'm not six foot eight, four hundred pounds, but um, I I I rather deal with a, a human rather than a, a like a rodent or something. Like I <laughs> like like I I I am uh, pretty fierce. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. So, and we all are. Taught. We're all crazy to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I never had it. I never had it stolen. And I mean, we've I've had cars. Uh, I've seen or uh, had friends with like less stuff in the car, um, and their cars were gone. So, uh, like you said, it, it ends up in Newark. Um, but that's a funny story, anyways. <laughs> so, uh, what I wanted to ask you: Do you feel and think that this Fast and the Furious is number nine? Do you think that it's too much already? Like, do you feel like there's gonna be a number ten, eleven? Yeah, they gotta, they gotta do something here because, especially with Paul Walker not being here with us, um, you know they really. Rest in peace. I don't know how they're gonna pull it all together and like, put closure for the fans. So like, it's kind of like you don't know like what's next. Um, I wish Fast and the Furious did more of a car scene, like a car culture thing, kind of like the Tokyo Drift. Whereas more like, you know, going to car shows, drifting or um, something like that instead of like always like, you know, oh, you know, this bomb, you know, got needs to get stolen because we have some, you know, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, like they make like up some crazy stuff. So like sometimes it, the movies really don't even make sense, you know, and you're like, you know, what's right, this is right. not really Fast and the Furious, like. You know, like the first one, Fast and the Furious, you, they were drag racing on the street, car shows. The second one, the same kind of thing, drag racing, car shows. They lost touch with the root. Yep, they, I think they're losing <clears throat> touch with the root. I think it's like more like an action, you know, instead of like a, you know, a car kind of. Now, obviously, it's a business for them, right? So do you think that sales would be the same, better? Or or worse, right? So if they take some of that action out of the car flying in midair, because obviously 
there's some people that, that hate that, right? They're mm-hmm. saying, oh, that's not realistic. And to your point, mm-hmm. they're... Um, Fast and the Furious should be, I would say, more realistic where they can connect with the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think if they find a way to, I think maybe something more, I'm just thinking while, while we're talking, something more real, like you said, mm-hmm. um, that happens in real life. And it could be the whole stolen car and then one gang after the other gang and something, one, you know what I mean? Right. Something crazy like that and it would be nuts. Mm-hmm. But they would they would have to take it to like a whole new level, and maybe some guns and people dying and guts flying everywhere. Maybe that's what they that's the, that's the, what they have to do to say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna send a message if you do something to our crew, basically, right? Yeah. And, and and we're speaking for movies, guys. We're not talking about real life. We're talking about mm-hmm. a movie. So I think people like yourself that are very heavy in the industry and um, look forward to these type of movies. Would you rather see something like that or a car flying from one building to the next? And I want to see like more realistic, you know, stuff like something that really happens in the car community, you know, and, um, you know, something like that, like, you know, car getting stolen with maybe something that was in the trunk or whatever, like some sort of twist, you know, they could have worked that, you know, but... um, Then, of course, have the... The spouse or the girlfriend, yeah. you know, maybe sleep with the the rival gangs. Like uh, maybe we're onto something, <laughs> right? Maybe, uh, maybe I know. Like now, it's just like I think they just lost a little touch. But I think like their sales is gonna definitely go. You know, still be high because they have so much following. For you know that franchise has such a big following. So, but like what I think is when it comes down to DVD. No one's going to buy that on the DVD or buy it on, like, their Apple TV because, you know what? Like, me personally, I'd, I'd want the first three because that's more realistic to me, you know? And, right. Um, so so you think, do you think that they should put it to a close? Let, let's say they got realistic. Do you think that they should put it to a close since Paul Walker's not around anymore? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, like, time, you know? It's, like, I don't know. I so think- is nine too much or is ten... Like it should end at nine or end at ten. Well, they are doing a ten, so you know, so. you know, it's definitely gonna end at ten. But um, you know, I think they eleven is too much. Yeah, <laughs> they'll go crazy with that, you know. But um, yeah, they gotta come up with something good, you know. Um, I know the Fast Nine. I'm gonna definitely be disappointed. Um, maybe not with the cards, but like the whole story behind it. So you're already predicting you're going to be disappointed? Uh, yeah, I, I, literally, I just want to watch it to see like what cars they feature in the movie and be like, oh, that's sick, you know. But, um, you know, yeah, it's nice to have like action, but, you know, I want more of that like car culture scene like from like the first one, you know. That was like, I still watch that movie right, and right, I'm like, right. oh, this is like awesome, you right. know. Like running from the cops, oh scatter that's cops, cops, right, cops! Right. Like that's like happening now. Like right. when you go to one of these full send meets, and these or these take crazy takeovers, it's like it's like fun. Like you're in the movie, like from like the first Fast and Furious. Like the cops are coming, you're you know trying to you know get out of there and like run from them and stuff. But um, you know, I actually there was actually one story. Um, the cops actually blocked us in in a, a parking lot and uh, there was a little gap 
And I was like, you know what? I'm not getting a ticket. And I was in my skyline. And um, I literally just went right through the gap. And a couple, like two or three cops started chasing, like chasing me in the car. I was, I was gone. And then like... They were on a... They were on foot. They're on foot. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm gone. And then like a couple people from Instagram was like, dude, that was awesome. You freaking got out of there. They gave like they must have gave probably like twenty, thirty tickets. Wow. To, so I uh, escaped. And they're from watching. That one. And they're watching you fly out. Yeah. Wasn't they me. They I wasn't driving. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> he was not there. <laughs> His car was. It was stolen that day. They brought it back. Yeah, they brought it back. <laughs> That's nuts. See, yeah. that's a movie, man. But that's 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 what I want to see. That's real life stuff. That's the type of I know this is off topic. That's the type of comedy I like. I like comedy that's that's real. I don't I hate like skit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's me. It's my opinion. But when you walk, you know, go on stage and there's a skit kind of like the movie where it's just like a storyline, uh, it's boring. Mm-hmm. So I can see what you're saying, you know, when it comes to that. But you get that comic that goes up there and, God forbid, you walked in late. He's going in on you. Mm-hmm. And the whole place is holding their stomach because the, 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 the stuff coming out of his mind and right off the dome is so creative and real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And God forbid you're eating something and, and you're a little bit you know, overweight. They're going, I mean, they're going in, 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 in. I've seen it live. It's hilarious. So a movie like that, and all these um, Netflix movies that are that are blowing up, people people relate to. You know, um, I'm not gonna go through the list of them now, but the ones that people relate to are the ones that are going through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'll mention one: Ozar. I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, like the Ozark. Sick, Money sick, Heist. I love sick. Money Heist. Money Heist is sick. Dude. You know, it's like. I guess we're gonna go through some of them, right? And and why? Because and then you just watch, and then you just binge watch, and then you just watch, and then Don't you watch, me. and you can't wait for the next one. And it's and and and, and look what's going on with, um, you know, power and ghost, and, and and it was supposed to end, and they brought it. Back. I mean, how could you stop it, right? People can relate, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think that's something we got to talk to some of the Fast and Furious executives and say, hey, people want the realness. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm actually, you know, excited for uh, this meet coming up, this Tokyo meet uh, that Rick's is doing and American Dream is doing, uh, you know, letting us... Uh, never Ride you know, Stock. And Never Ride Stock. Yes, sir. You know, all our sponsors that are actually making this happen because... I'm going to feel like I'm, gonna, I'm in the movie that night. Like, that's right. It's like, I'm going to feel like Tokyo, like I'm in Tokyo Drift, like, and that's what it's gonna simulate. And that's, you know, I wish that's what the movies would, you know, put and make it more like a realistic thing that people could actually, like, you know, relate to. Well, if if you're not going, you have to be there. Yeah, this thing. Those that are the people that are listening, if you're not going, you have to find a way to be there. Mm -hmm. And 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 if for whatever reason you can't. You're missing a movie, to your point. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. You are missing a real life movie. Go to the Tokyo Meet, May 30th, um, American Dream, hosted by Rick's Magazine and Never I Stock. And that is just going to catapult into the next one and the next one. And listen, I'm just throwing it out there now. Next year, we may do a tour. 
across the country. Because we're on the East Coast right now. Mm-hmm. We need a stance on the, the Midwest, the West, the South, right? The North. And that's mm-hmm. going to be huge. But it starts here. Um, American Dreams first. It, it, for people that don't know, um, listening across the country, this mall just opened up, one of the biggest in the country, if not the world. And it's their first car show ever. So wow. we're like... That's crazy. We're popping their... Yeah, you guys chili. better behave. Whoever's coming to this yes. show, do not ruin it. Don't do no stupid shit. Um, you know, uh, people like to go f- crazy. So, um, yeah, just keep it, you know, Place chill. to have a good time, not show off by acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Let your product show off itself, right? Yeah. And have a good time. Mm-hmm. Be good to people. It shouldn't be no drama, so we can move on. We want a reputation. We're bringing this to the culture, yeah. right? So we're doing this for the people. It's not for Rico, Rob, me or you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just for the people. And the only way we're going to be able to do the next one is everyone... Has to behave. It has to behave. Even though we want to create a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You know, there's... There's definitely, I invited a bunch of cool uh, guys that are bringing some cool skylines. So um, it's not just going to be my skyline there. There might be a few because I have a couple friends that might come out. So there's going to be definitely like the coolest car selection probably there. And I'm excited. Dope. Dope. Oh, and, um, and also... <clears throat> Um, I'm going to be bringing my giveaway car too, um, which is a Ferrari F430, um, Alpha Blues Club right here. Wow. Um, So I started a little clothing thing and uh, when you, you know, purchase a t-shirt, just like 8080, you know, know, uh, it goes into entries and that gets, uh, you know, picked by a sweepstakes company and then, you know, one of you guys could be driving away in a 430 in the next couple months. So it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be, it's pretty cool. So I'm going to bring that there so you guys will get to see that. Um, I'll bring, you know, some merch so you guys can see some merch while you guys are there. And I, I love the fact that you're doing that. I mean, one of the biggest things I think business owners um, can really connect with, with that have the right heart is finding a way to give back. So in this culture, you, you want to give back. Listen, there's people that wouldn't give a Honda. You're ready to give back a Ferrari. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I really know, hope like someone um, that you know can't afford one, or you know has always wanted this car, you know wins, you know, because um, I definitely want to see someone you know really have that experience of having a car like that, you know, and um, you know it's just a, an amazing car, so. That giveaway is going to be insane. And this is also my first giveaway. So, um, you know, definitely viewers go to alphaboostclub.com um, or Boost Club Giveaway. Um, we're all also on Instagram. So, um, you know, check us out. We have a lot of cool merch. All the stuff is made in the USA. Like nothing's from China. Um, everything's printed here in New Jersey. Like super high quality material. Um you know, and I wanted, you know, a lot of these companies, you know, do these like shitty shirts like for their giveaways. Like I want like this shirt is like super soft, elastic. It's not like one of those Hanes shirts. So like, so I like wanted, a Hollister? Hollister. Yeah, yeah the, I the, use the, independent. Nice. Um, so I use like really expensive uh, fabrics. 
um, just so that like at least like I give the quality to the people. It's not like you're just spending like thirty dollars on a shirt. Like that shirt's a really nice shirt that you're gonna actually like. Wow, this is soft. I like wearing it. I want to wear this shirt. Not like oh, I bought this shirt just to enter in the right. the Ferrari. So right, right. Um, you know, I wanted to keep that like high par. You, know, you want it to last. Yeah, I want you don't to want last. it after the first wash that it, it like the thing bleeds <laughs> or whatever, you know. So you know that's powerful, guys. Yeah. Do what you have to do to enter in to get that Ferrari. Yeah, it's sick. Um, tune in Rick's magazine. Tune in Never Rise Stock. Tune in to Mark's um, Instagram. Yeah, um, my Instagram's r thirty three skyline gtr. Just request me, um, you know. You reach out to me. I, I, you know, I'm a humble guy, so you know I answer all my, uh, you know, messages. People asking questions and stuff. I know, like some of these Instagram people, they're like kind of cocky and they're like, you know, I don't want to answer this guy. Like I answer everybody. You yeah, know? we appreciate you. We appreciate you taking the time out to do this um, and give back to the culture. Without yeah. people like you, um, this doesn't this doesn't happen. This doesn't exist. And um, we want it to be an inspiration to the people listening and watching um, for, for them to take their lives to the next level. You know, you're an inspiration to me and those watching. So thanks, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you, uh, everybody who's out there, you know, viewing, you know. Um, appreciate you guys. And, you know, I want to really save this car culture. And I think this meet, especially at American Dream, is going to be huge. So Please, guys, do not miss this. Save the culture. Bring your car out. Bring your family, your kids. It's going to be awesome. Plus, they're doing a sneaker thing, so you could even get some. Uh, I'm definitely bringing some extra cash when you get some uh, Travis Scotts, you know, yeah, or something. Get, you know? There you go. Get Money Kicks is doing a sneaker show. That's going to be very, 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 very powerful. Um, it, it's just going to be different. Yeah. Like you said, it, it's going to be different. It's 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 a movie and. In a one-day event, and um, you can't miss it because it's not going to be the same when someone tells you about it. You mm -hmm. have to be there to experience it. Mm -hmm. And can, there's a, a concert too, I think, uh, or like a show, right? Uh, there's so many different things yeah, yeah. going on. Yes, yes. So yes. you know, there's definitely going to be some upcoming artists there. I mean, it's going to be a really awesome event, like an all-day event. Yep. Thank you all for uh, so much for listening. We'll see you next time.